This is the Moxie Musings podcast, helping you tap into the world of self-work, health and the mind. I'm Fleur and I'll be sharing with you how you can deepen your relationship with yourself. Bringing you weekly episodes, babes, let's step into your new level. Hello my honeys, welcome back to another episode of the Moxie Musings podcast with me, Fleur. And how are we doing this week? I feel like I've been in hibernation this week because I have been transferring my Moxie Hub membership site over to a whole new platform. So I have been buried deep in tech and things that are not my forte, let's put it that way. But I'm very excited to be shouting, I'll be shouting about it soon. But I'm just so excited because the platform is so much better and the Moxie Hub has a new home and it's looking great. So that feels very, very nice this week. Weather is absolutely gorgeous in Burles. And I tell you, honey, all I can think about is the Glastow countdown. I was going to say lineup. I mean, I can keep thinking about the Glastow lineup, but I can't stop thinking about the Glastow countdown because it is so very close. And as you know, maybe you don't know, I'm in Berlin now and I love Berlin very much, but there's a lot of techno everywhere. And I just am missing a little house beat, honey. A bit of disco, bit of drum and bass, bit of house. That's what I need and a field and probably an environment where I can be dry and sarcastic and it not be taken so seriously and we might actually, I won't feel horrifically awkward when I say something sarcastic and someone doesn't get it because I can't even tell you how often that keeps happening here. So I am very much looking forward to that. I can't believe summer is finally here. But anyway, we're not talking about that today because today we are talking about identity. And actually, this came off the back of, so I went to recently Mikey's boss's garden party and met some of his colleagues, which was lovely. It was really, really nice. But these sorts of environments fill me with dread. And it happened a couple of weeks prior where his work were having after work drinks in the summery courtyard by their work. And so I went down to meet him and to meet some of his colleagues. It wasn't an exclusive work vibe. And boy, was I nervous. Those sorts of uh, scenarios, obviously all was totally fine. And it was lovely and met so many nice people, but walking in, it's scary. It's really scary, but it got me thinking about today's topic about identity. Because obviously society plays a massive part of our identity, of course, and culturally and gender roles, cultural norms, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing that I found was really interesting, which was a big difference that I haven't noticed before, is that when you're in England, right, when you're in UK, I don't know where if it's like this anywhere else in the world, but certainly in the UK, when you meet somebody new and you're getting to know someone, usually the early questions are gonna be, so what do you do for work? Or how is work? Maybe if you're catching up with your friends, work is a big topic outside of work, right? 
and this is how we tend to show interest whether that is with a stranger or someone that we know very well we're just initiating conversation and i didn't realize how much we hold on to that as being our identity until i came here because I mean, obviously, we will bring it to conversation, whether we're feeling really passionately about it, and we want to talk about it and share about it, and we want to share what we do, but also maybe we're feeling really stressed and we just want to rant about it for a minute, we want to moan about it. Either way, it's probably going to come up into discussion, which when being here, it does didn't come up at all. Take that away, who are you? And I'm not saying to be a different person in work to out of work. I mean, naturally, you're going to have a slight different branch of your identity because you're in a professional capacity. And even though you are not your job role, this is just what you are doing for work. It ends up completely taking over most of us. And especially when obviously we've got a strong work ethic, we're very aspirational and passionate about what we want to be doing and proud of our work or job roles and all of this but actually if we're in an environment where it doesn't even get spoken about who are you now apart from feeling overwhelmed in social situations wondering what the hell should I talk about or how to get to know someone outside of the topic of work if you have work so heavily as part of your identity this could just lead you down the path into burnout, maybe missing opportunities, who you are outside of work, what do you like to do, you're limiting your own personal growth, you're limiting relationship enrichment. I'm sure you can think of a time where maybe you or someone around you is just work, 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 work. Before work, we're talking about work. You're working all day. After work, you're talking about work. Everything that you do outside of work is just to escape for a minute from work. And it just becomes the total lighthouse to everything in your life. Yes, work is important and I welcome you to feel as passionately as you desire. However, I welcome you even more is to take a minute to just remember who you are. If you were in a conversation with no mention of work, how would you be coming across? What would you share? What do you love, hate? How do you like to spend your time when you're relaxing or chilling or having fun with friends? Exploring your identity as you, not your job role, can actually be quite challenging, especially when it's not something you maybe have even thought about. It can stay very superficial. Oh yeah, I like doing this, like doing that. But what about really exploring yourself, your values, your needs and desires? They are going to help you to show up as authentically as possible, but it also just reconnects you to you. Finding our authentic selves is a deeply, deeply personal journey and it starts with self-reflection. Just take time to pause, explore the thoughts, emotions, values and desires. Maybe at the moment you do that and it's all surrounding with work. Engage in practices like journaling, meditation, or introspection to gain insights of who you truly are. People find mindfulness in a realm of different ways. But one crucial aspect of authenticity is living in alignment with your core values. 
what truly matters to you on a deep level. Identify those core values and let them guide your decisions, your relationships and actions. And I say this because obviously when we're working for a company or we're building a business, we have the business values. And this is as well a little reminder to actually take the time to get to know you because we take for granted, we turn up, oh, we like this, we like that, this tastes good, this doesn't taste good, I didn't enjoy that, I do enjoy this. But actually, when have you asked yourselves, what are my core values? Because two things, first of all, you may actually have no clue. Second of all, what we think are our core values might actually not be. Are our behaviours representative of those? I know when I certainly did this exercise, I found it really, really challenging. And I'm talking on the other side, not only when I went to see my husband's colleagues and realised this point of um, anchoring onto the identity around work, realised the difference culturally. But also, I'm on the back now of last year, end of 2022, being so lost because I had let my business become my total identity. And there's a really fine line between, well, my business is me, and when am I too involved in that? Because there should always be a boundary and to be able to, to detach from that. But what the business felt, I felt. Changes in the business, I felt the changes. Something positive, I felt positive. Something not so positive, I did not feel positive. I was feeling, I was, I am the heart and soul behind my business, but I was too attached to it that it was hurting me if something wasn't so good or it was really boosting me and I would only be boosted if the business was doing well. And that's absolutely not where we want to be. And I'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate to this, even if you're not a business owner. Your mood is dictated by how things are going to be in the day, naturally. But where are you? Are you taking that with you when you close your laptop at the end of the night? Are you feeling the business stress? Are you feeling all the pressure and responsibility? Have you got any detachment from the business? It's a really, really difficult path to even recognise Maybe some people don't want to even disengage because that seems a bit too scary right now because work is the identity. To even look at that outside of that is a little bit spiky and I'm not sure I'm ready to explore that yet. It's taking the time to understand us because also the moment we really connect with our identity and exploring this identity, not only is it a really fun journey, but also you will enrich those relationships around you. You will be able to have that detachment from work particularly. And you will really just start filling your life with the things that fill your heart up more and more and more because you will know what they are. And when speaking to so many different people in and out of my community about the theme of confidence, being able to show up authentically is a common theme. But how do we know who our true authentic self is? Well, embracing those personal passions is another gateway to authenticity. 
What activities bring you joy, fulfillment and a sense of flow, whatever that might mean to you? Explore and engage in those passions to tap into your authentic self and discover new dimensions of your identity. And something that could be a little overwhelming with this is that maybe you don't know. And that's okay too. We go through life thinking, if you're talking about who are you, we go through life thinking that we are these things, but most of them are external factors. Maybe it's about where you live, what kind of place you live in, what kind of job role you do. But what about you inside? And some people may never get to this point of truly knowing. Some people may not want to. Again, all of this deep work, if you're ready and open for it, then the conversations get to happen. But if you're not, that's totally fine as well. Trusting your intuition is essential. Pay attention to that inner voice and those gut feelings. Often our intuition offers valuable guidance leading us towards the path that feels authentic and aligned with our true selves. And one that gets lost, especially with a busy work life, is cultivating self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Embrace all of you. I really don't like the terms imperfections, especially when talking about body. It's a big word around body. Embrace all your imperfections. It's complete, imperf imperfect to who? Other than the fact that perfect is a completely subjective term and is just void because it doesn't exist. Why is it an imperfection? It's who you are and it's fantastic. Yes, there might be places you want to grow and change and evolve. Doesn't mean it's imperfect. It's such a negative connotation, but practice this self-acceptance. Remember, authenticity is about honoring and embracing all aspects of who you are. Stepping outside of your comfort zone is the opportunity for growth. Challenging yourself, break free from limiting beliefs and explore new experiences that expand your understanding of who you are. Even highlighting and working through limiting beliefs, they're hard to see on ourselves as they're so ingrained. So practicing mindfulness is absolutely going to be your friend here. It's about trying to get a little moment to just have a little bird's eye view of what's going up. Why is that showing up? Why do I feel this way? Why is this triggering me? Why am I getting annoyed by this, etc. Surround yourself with supportive people who celebrate your authenticity as well. Connection and acceptance are essential in, a, in fostering an environment that will just allow you to really show up as you and shine. Plus, with those people around you, allow yourself to embrace your vulnerability, which I think is a really important part to mention here. Because depending on personality types, group dynamics, we have the people, and I know I have absolutely been guilty of this, I'm getting much better, it's still work in progress, as it always is, but it's the piece of, I will help other people, I'm bringing the sunshine to the light, to the, to the group, sorry, and I am absolutely not showing you any of my vulnerability, Oh, you don't need to hear that. You don't want to hear this. Oh, don't want to talk about myself. You don't need to see my vulnerability because it's scary. It is quite literally putting you in a vulnerable position. And I know this makes people feel spiky, but opening up and sharing your thoughts and feelings and connecting with others on a deeper level will expand not only your own mind, but also those relationships will just flourish more than you will ever know. What got you to this point? isn't going to get you to the next level. 
what got you to this point isn't going to get you to the next point. Growth has to happen. And when we're working on our identity, it doesn't mean we're changing our identity. Although, actually, there's when people say, oh, you've changed or you're changing your identity, again, it tends to have a negative connotation. But actually, yes, I hope I am because I'm evolving, I'm learning, I'm uncovering new things about myself and new ways of thinking, new ways of receiving information or experiences. We want to be continuously growing through that never-ending cycle. So if you want to get to another point, whatever that might look like, in or out of work, something has to shift. What might have worked previously may not work to get to this next stage. Think of this with health and fitness. When first starting on your journey, we're looking at portion sizes, we're looking at steps, we're looking at daily movements, we're looking at water intake, protein intake. That might not get you to the next level past the initial stage. Yes, they are going to still be in place, but something else might have to shift to get you to the next point. So tell me, I would love to hear from you because I always love to hear your thoughts on these episodes. Who Think about this, who are you? And you are not allowed to mention your job roles or anything to do with work. What is your identity outside of that? So that's all from me, babes. Hopefully I'm going to leave you with some food for thought, but please share with me because I'd love to hear what's coming up. Slightly longer episode today, getting all passionate about what's happening. (laughs) But I just found it so interesting being in the environment of not being able to, not a case of not being able to talk about work, but nobody asked about work. So it just really was a very humbling reminder to me to reconnect with who I am and realize that I don't have to say what I do for work for that to give an idea to somebody about who I am or what I do and what kind of person I am because it's actually irrelevant. And it was a really beautiful eye-opening experience and I really would like to share that with you and I hope you have that too so take some time honeys have some reflection and I will see you next week take care babes